This is the crux of it. This is at the heart of Chovos of And that's the uh, famous predicament of Ashtadlus verse Betachem. Are you ready to take a... Oh, this, is, this is where it's at. So, tonight he explains more the technical, and then next week he asks, why would Hashem want us to do Ashtadlus? So let's... let's Let's take it slow. So, page 88. This is the fifth introduction. She is Bayer Etzloi. This is very important. It's become clear to you. That the Hashlamas means the full picture of all things that take place in this world. After creation. Has two parts. So I want to be clear. Before Hashem created the world, there was only one part. What's the one part? Jeff, what's the one part? Hashem's word. After creation, there's two parts Hashem's word and the physical world we live in. Hashem does not do miracles anymore on a, day, on, a, on a regular basis. And He facilitates the world through a system. That system and God's world, word, excuse me, those are the two partners of everything that happens today. So He says, today after creation, the world is made up of what? Everything is made up of shtayt What are the two things? First is Hashem's want. And the factors by where he lets things come into existence. Good? That's really the same as what? As the one before. Says the Chavis Havavis, there's a second aspect. There's a second part. And that is cause and effect is probably how they translate it. Yeah, a series of causes and effects. That would be the perfect translation. That if you pull this, this happens. You push this, this happens. Okay. Now, mehem kreivim. Some are closer to its source. Mehem rechikim. Some are very close to what you do, so it's very. It seems more connected. Some are more far. Some are more niglim. Some are more exposed. Mehem the storm. Some are more covered over. The Kulam and all of them. Ratzim, run. The goal of both of these is to accomplish what God wants. So, he says something fascinating. Hashem changed the system from before creation to after creation. Before creation, he are. Bam! Light went on. Um, the, the sun should hang. The moon should, the, the, the whole world was flooded with water. What did Hashem say? The water should gather. Man. Today it doesn't happen. When Hashem wants water to flood, He doesn't say water flood. He sends a tsunami. Tsunami goes under the ocean. Psh, bang. It's a natural course. So the, 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 the silly world we live in can say, what could we do to stop a tsunami? We say, Every person that died in the tsunami was meant to be there. And it's all divine. And, but there's room 
the, the New York Times is not lying when they tell you how these people died. It was a tsunami. Before the world, because Baruch just said, let, the world, let, let, let it be flooded. And that's what happened. So today there's a system. Now, why did tsunamis happen? So there's a system to that too. You ask any um, scientist, ask any meteorologist, he'll explain you why a tsunami happened. This happened, it was a trigger event, and he's going to tell you how it happened. Is that a lie? No. There's a system I could set up. There's things that trigger a tsunami. They do or they don't, but it could be. I mean, it's not a contradiction to Hashem. As a matter of fact, what do we see on Rishchadish and Davening? What triggers the earthquake? Hamabit la'aretz vatira. Hashem looks at the ground, vatira, it's not shaking. Yiga Baharmi touches on the mountain of Yiga and the volcano happens. In case you want to know how they happen. But how come some mountains have volcanoes? Next time Rishchadish, you say it, you realize. That's all it takes, Hashem. He looks at it, but again, today it's not like that. The Vermel is telling you what's really happening, but there's a system today. Not volcanoes, I don't, I don't know if there is a system, there isn't a system, you know, what triggers it, but, but even when I want to understand those systems are not a contradiction to Akash Baruch. Okay? And he gives, he decides to give a muscle, a muscle of a system. Okay, I'm going to tell it to you outside first, and then we're going to go. It speaks about the good old fashioned well. That had a pulley system with multiple wheels. So he says, there's the, the bucket, string, connects to a wheel, string, another wheel, string. Then the last wheel is tied to an animal. The animal walks and the wheel turns. And it's the person that ties the animal to the wheel. So he goes on to say how water came up, but what happened? A whole slew of things. Now, what happens if a break happens in the the bottom, or a break happens at the top? It really makes no difference where the break happens. At the end of the day, it's the guy who tied the bullet, is it? Right? So he says, those are all systems. Now, there was a guy who tied the first wheel to the animal, which triggered a system. So let's see what he says. He explains it very well. He wants to give a cause and effect. When animal pulls one wheel, another wheel pulls another wheel, right? And there's a system. Now he says, the, now if the brake happens close to the bucket, it's very easy to see what happened. But how about if the issue doesn't happen at the bucket, what does it happen? The animal trips and can't walk and can't turn the first wheel, right? So it didn't mean I see this, we're going to turn the bottom of 89. It's like taking a water out of one. At the depth of the ground with what? With a wheel. Bekelim, hamalim, esamayim, and abeir. He goes on to say, what could break is many parts. Sibas are a chayka, what's the furthest? Ha'adam. Who's the furthest away from the bucket? The man that tied the animal to the first wheel. Ha'adam, shuhu kaisha behem el gagal, luminiyasay lahalas hamayim, etakiyas abeir peyaris. But he says that's very nice. But what happens from there? So again, who orchestrated this? The man who tied the animal to the wheel. And what happens? And now what happens? The animal walks in. The wheel turns. So what happened? The man orchestrated it. But what happened? But underneath there is so many other things happening. Does that mean that the man didn't set it up? 
the animal on the wheels. What if something goes wrong anywhere in the system? Okay. I'd like to take a moment. We have to, uh, reading is without uh, explaining it is not going to happen. So he says, because the man does not pull it straight out of the water, is that less? Is he doing less? He connected five parts to the pulley, right? So now what? He tied on top. What's the difference? Do you see the man less? Of course. Which one do you see the man more, guys? A guy, a man walks, takes a bucket, and goes like this into the water, or what? A guy goes, pulls a cow to wheel, wheel. That's what's happening now. Hakosh Baruch Hu before was almost as directly to the bucket with his words. It was straight. Oh, the bucket should fill. Now what happens? Where is it harder to see the man in charge? When he all he did was connect cow to bucket. Now the cow's moving the bottom. Oh, <coughs> they don't see the man. He says, this is the system today. You know what your job is in this world today? Not to get distracted by the system. And I want to be honest. It's natural to get distracted by the system. Everyone in this room, and you can deny it, on October 7th of this year, what's the first thing you thought of? I mean, not the first. Obviously, you thought about the, the victims. And please, I'm not going to make us that. We're not that bad. But right after that, it was like, so what happened? Who's fault? Who's at fault? IDF. Aha. Oh, who let go? It's normal. When anything happens, we always try to figure out. I'll tell you a little secret. When was the last time someone told you about a 45-year-old guy that dropped dead? He died. What, what's the first question you ask? Everyone asks. What happened? What happened? Now, why does it make a difference? What? Huh? Does it make a difference if you had a stroke or you had a heart attack? Or you had cardiac arrest or you had whatever it was? You know why you ask? I can tell you why. Because then you could say, ah, you know what the first question they ask is? Was he sick? I take it back. That's the first one. Was he sick? Why? Because you're sick has nothing to do with me. As if only sick people die. How about people get into car accidents? People have sudden heart attacks, sudden stroke. What does it mean he was sick? Who cares? The first thing is to wiggle out that has nothing to do with me. It's part of the system. Talk about crazy this is. We try to figure out why we're not related. Why could they take the God out of it? If it was a car accident and he had poor vision, oh, that's why he died. Poor vision, car accident, oh. You just took God out of the whole thing. I want you to think about how we do this a whole day. Naturally, not because we're bad people. We're in a world of systems. We're trained to what? Immediately find why this happens. Nothing to do with you. The guy lost all his money. What happened? Oh, okay. He invested that. But, ah. Are you stupid? You don't understand that the exact same thing could happen to you tomorrow? No. <laughs> the reason he lost his money is because it was a bad thought. Then you take out the whole God of it. 
No, but they, 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 isn't there a situation where the guy was stupid? Yes. So there was a situation. But he was a smart guy started. yesterday. He fell in with a stupid thing. Smartest people fall in. Can I tell you something? Mm-hmm. As we speak, there are multimillionaires getting embezzled with money every day. Every single day. And they laughed yesterday at the guy who got. You know why he didn't fall in yesterday and he fell in today? There's a million upshot. The smartest people. Uh, this this investment's going to go. <laughs> they laughed. A month ago, he spoke and laughed at his friend who invested with someone else. Oh, this one was going to make sense. Because this one made sense to you. Because Baruch makes it make sense. You know, I ask people about Shadokim. We know that Shadokim is something that is the most obvious today. Chaznish said this already in 1950. 1948, 1947. That the place you see Hashem the most days in Shadokim. Every single Shadokim you ever heard about, how did they get? Oh, he went to this yeshiva, she went to this. That's why. You ask people who dated 20 girls, 15 girls, what made you say yet to this girl? It wasn't because he thought it through that this makes more sense. You know why? Because you know nothing about the girl you married. And whoever thinks they know her because they dated her a few times, it took you one night of marriage to realize you don't know her. And guess what? I always say, everybody falls in in marriage. We just dab Hashem, we should fall in well. No one knows who they're married. It's like, you said, yeah, because what? Because she sipped her Coke a little quicker than the other girl who didn't... Well, what did you see on the date exactly? Oh, she was the better pool player because you went to miniature golfing? You know why you married your wife? Because something clicked that you decided this is the right one. It made no sense. And, and then that was because it's your Bashert. And if you ever think it's not your Bashert, you have much more serious issues than I can deal with right now. We believe by Moon and Shalema that we call it by... That's the biggest chizik people have. There's no rhyme or reason. I thought I had free will. You have free will. You could go ahead and mess things up. I don't want to go into that whole thing. You could disregard your right one, but separate conversation. But what I'm trying to bring out is we love asking what? What happened? How did he die? Listen to people. It's hilarious. It's comical. A heart attack. Oh, he had high blood pressure? Okay, good luck, Sam. Don't look at me. We're crazy. Excuse me. I'm sorry to be so strong today. We're trying to wiggle out that it should have nothing to do with you. You're supposed to get inspired when a 45-year-old guy drops dead. I'm not talking specifically because I'm using the word drop dead. Obviously, I wouldn't use that on a specific kid. I'm just trying to bring out the, you know, the, obviously, a year is nifter. He doesn't drop dead. Nifter means he leaves this world and he goes to bed. We don't drop dead is when there's nothing afterwards. I'm trying to be clear. But my point I'm trying to make is it's supposed to talk to you, but we find way. I was sitting in a shiva house. You remember uh, Mr. Linda? Um, you know, you know, he lived on Monastery Road. Anyway, he passed away relatively young. So I was sitting in Bimanach son, I live here in Boston, and his Rebbe called in from Israel. And his Rebbe told him such a great part. His Rebbe told him, the Yitzhahara, the Malchamavas went crying to Kushbar. He says, it's not fair. I have the worst job in the world. I'm like the murder of Kali Israel. Every time someone dies, ah, oh, the Malcolm Obvious was here. Spoke, said, you have a good point. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make it. Every time someone dies, they're going to blame it on something else. They're going to say, oh, high blood pressure. Oh, nothing's going to be your fault. Such a great, because what happens, he, he was found dead. He was like telling him, oh, if you would have gone to check this, of course, you take care of your health. Don't take this out of context. It's a great line. He goes, no one's that. And truth is, when was the last time you heard a guy die? What happened to Malcolm Obvious took him? No, he. Why do we do that? We're cutting a kosh out of the system. Why do we try to find a physical reason for everything? 
people, we don't realize that we're constantly cutting our Kashbaru out of it. Because we're falling for step, we're giving step two, we're forgetting about step one. <laughs> was there a system? Yes. That means the way they infiltrated October 7th was by 30, 50, 70, 90 things that fell into place that should not have happened. The same 90 things that went into place during the Six-Day War that we won. We should never have won the Six-Day War. Jeff, you remember that? Should we ever have won it? The Six-Day War, we did everything wrong, and just whatever we did wrong went right. The secular Moshe Dayan said that uh, we have nothing to do with it. This was a miracle. That same exact thing happened October 7th, the opposite way. It happened in Kippur War, the opposite. Everything we did right went wrong. It's, it's so obvious, but people don't want to see it. October 7th, in order for that to have happened, I'm not exaggerating, 50 major things had to line up. They took a gamble. Had to be that nobody was there that night, it was a day off. Happened to be they were able to get the gliders over at the same time, they were able to knock out the fence at the same time. It like had to work to such perfection. So, what do you have? And all the secular people saying, ooh, they all lined up. What do we say? In Hashem Yishmoyer, what does the Pasuk say? A billion and a half dollar fence. A billion and a half dollars. Not a million. A fence that when the one time in history we needed it, on a big scale, it didn't come through. A billion and a half dollars. Does anyone does anyone here have an idea what it took, how much of the budget, how much of the economy? And what happened? How much did it help? They broke through it with scooters. It's mamish a horror story. It was considered, you know, that all countries in the world that have neighbors they fight came to check this wall out. This was the number one wall. You know, it had automatic guns on it, right? If anyone approached it, even if there's no one manning it, the gun shot. Something happened that didn't, didn't work. <laughs> what happened? I don't know. But all those things, the mamish. Can I ask you a question? How do you understand? They got into Eretz Israel, right? Six hours straight. This, these people in the kibbutzim were fighting and not a single soldier came to their aid. About six hours. I mean, not besides the local ones. Do you know how long it takes to get from one side of the country to the other side of the country? Four hours. Today, with the highways, about four hours. Pretty much, from one side. How big is the whole Eretz Israel? I've gone from you know, four or five hours. My friend, there are bases all over the country. There are people who were interviewed after to said they were waiting six hours under a tree and move. Terrorists were just roaming around free for six hours. Could someone explain that to me? You're intelligent people, right? Explain it to me. Well, yes, the command system. There's no explanation. So those of us that would like to see, people have this question of the Holocaust. How could it be three German soldiers protected like 10,000 Jews and the 10,000 Jews didn't uprise? Didn't rise up, it would be the best, better word. People have troubled with these questions. It's in the Torah. Look it up. That we're going to be intimidated. Five people are going to chase a hundred. You remember that? It was in our sight. The, the, the only reason is because we were supposed to be, be taken. In Mamash, there are certain things you Mamash don't understand. Why didn't we just... We, we outlined. There are stories you hear, Holocaust stories, where there are two guys guarding 10,000 people. It's like a joke. Take these guys and twist their heads off. There was a fear. And secular Jews do not understand it. It incenses the idea. Second Jews go crazy from this question. Where were the weapons? Where? They don't understand. This is part of the Teichel in Parashas Kisabe, which was that week's parasha. Mother Gain says that the parasha saved for tomorrow. Have you ever heard this? 
has ten parshas. It's each parsha hundred years. Is a hundred years of the last millennium, from five to six thousand. And Pashki Sabah was exactly the one where the Holocaust was at the end. Perfect. So he the Holocaust, you, you go through, you see the whole Holocaust, the whole motion that way. I'm not, that's not what I'm here to talk about. I'm just saying that, you understand what he's saying? Today, what's happening is people are what? What's our goal? And then he gives one more example, just so we could uh, see. And he says something fascinating. He says, he says, I don't understand. Don't you realize that you need to have what? A system? He says, someone who needs food. Right? Could he just sit there in front of the food and the food's going to go down his mouth by itself? Let's have to pick up the food and do it. Right? He says, how about if he puts it in his mouth and doesn't chew? This is on page 91, where he describes that. He says, oh, you're thirsty. You just sit in front of the well. He says, more importantly, he says, how about if you decide to not grind your wheat and just eat what? <laughs> just eat the grains. See what that's going to do for you. He says there's a system that Kodesh Baruch Hu did, does and did and what? It has to be done. So, But the Chayvah Zavavis is coming to explain us this. That Kodesh Baruch Hu wanted the pers- perfect person to be what? He would just make that person goes like this. And he's full. He said, no, you got to take the grain. got to grind it. Grind it. you got to eat it. you got to do it. What's up with that whole system? Those days are over. There's no money anymore. So you should get distracted and say, oh, I made this bread. Why do we have brachas and benching? What's the point of all that? Why do we have to go to Yerushalayim? Do you ever wonder why we have to go to Yerushalayim three times a year? Why do you have to go to Sukkot, Pesach, and Shavuot to Yerushalayim? Do you know that the whole, how, how, how many months a year did the agricultural societies work? Half a year, six months. You have to go to Yerushalayim three times in those six months. But the other six months, what do you, how many times do you have to go? Zero. When you're unemployed and you don't do anything, you're off the hook. Could you imagine this? Sukkis to Pesach, nothing. Pesach to Sukkis, the guy finally has work to do, he's got to go three times. You wonder about that? A little maybe, but Hashem should have made the opposite, no? What do you say? Should have gone. Why do we go? Why do we go? You know what the Pesach says? You have to read the Chazal, what happened when people went to be other regal. They left, there's a guarantee. The Pesach says, leave your fields, and no one's going to touch it. People left, fields full of fruit. They came back a few days later, no one touched it. The stories think about that guy who came to a field, still, and all of a sudden a snake came and surrounded himself around the entrance of the fence like this. The guys ran away. Uh, another story is there was a, a guy who sent down his cats to go eat, and his chickens tore apart the cats. I'm saying, Mace, crazy. Ron says, crazy stories. Why? Because as the Jew is planting his own field, what's, what happens to him? Okay. Thoughts stop. Thoughts start happening that oh, I'm in charge. So you got to check in to remember, ah, uh, uh, uh. the base of Midrash was the ultimate nace headquarters. What, what, what do I mean? The fire came from Shemayim. What were the tennis that happened every day? So you didn't have any more kachirits So just the opposite. When you're in the field, you have to remember it. So he says Hashem made systems. Our goal is to not get distracted by the system and what? And it's hard because naturally what happens? We get distracted by the systems. We think we're making. The, guy, the, the, the farmer is convinced that he's, it's good food because of him. He's convinced this is because of him, this is because of him, and this is just a problem. So again, we'll, we'll get into this. Well, this isn't a sign of the system world. Today we live in a world of Nister. 
Kishbaru's hidden. He lets his system run. What's our goal? Our goal is to what? Pay attention and not get distracted by the system. That's Mama Shayit. What's the problem of listening to the news? Because they explain why everything happened. How did COVID happen? The sloppy Chinese scientists went. You really believe a Kishbaru who let one sloppy Chinese scientist go ahead and shut the world down for six months, for a year? You think so? Are you that stupid? I'm just curious. Is anyone really that stupid? There's no dumb... It wasn't because Bogan at the Saudi shutting down schools and yeshivas for six months? Three months, four months. Depends where you live. If you live in Brooklyn, two weeks. Depends where you, where you, where you live. But you understand what I'm trying to bring out? You really believe it was a sloppy scientist? And then the whole world's cursing out China's reason shouldn't be so sloppy. Are you nuts? This wasn't a shkach protis. Hashem didn't decide this. Chasen Kalos couldn't... You know how many shidduchim happened because boys are supposed to go back to Yerushalayim to Salt Lake and they ended up staying in America. So they went into shidduchim they got engaged. If there would not have been COVID, I know a bunch of COVID shidduchim. These shidduchim had to happen. People had to get married to these people. People got stuck on the other side. Either got stuck in the Salt, they got stuck here, and went. You know how many good, great, great COVID stories there are? COVID was the shatchan. Thousands of people. Anyway, so this is, this is the goal. So he didn't explain yet, but you'll see next week. He says, so why does Hashem want this? Why why must the man work for his livelihood? That's going to come up next week. So today, it's just more what we uh, had to learn today is. It's today, there's a system that's here to distract the brain. Okay? And we'll get into next week more of the details. Okay?